Hello, and welcome to For Better or Worse, a movie and TV podcast where a married couple reviews movies and TV. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at FBOW Podcast. All of your support really helps the show. Share it. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. We do. Tell and, they your, and they still don't listen. They don't listen. Except for some of them. For those that do, we love you. Thank you. Um, I'm Toby. I'm Gino. And today we are reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Schwab. In French. It's a French. <laughs> it's French. Why do we know that what Wasp is in French, Gino? In 2018, when I guess that was when Ant-Man and the Wasp came out, we went to Paris and mm -hmm. every poster we saw was for Ant-Man and the Schwab. Are we pronouncing it correctly? Uh, we don't I, know. Is that the title I should put to the Ant-Man and the Schwab? <laughs> Schwab three. But like spelled Schwab. Schwab. Yeah. <laughs> J-U-O-P. Uh, Non-spoilers. Um... I am upset that I spent so much money watching this movie. Uh, we see it in IMAX because the other screens are bad. So it was like $25 a ticket, which is way too much money to spend on this. And like just the tickets. We did not get treats. We didn't get any treats. So like if you can go see it for matinee for like less than 10 bucks, fine. It's, it's fine, I guess. But um, because I spent $25 a ticket. We both went. We both went. So it's $50 instead of going to our baby. This baby. We, should, we could have bought him toys, diapers. We spent it on this freaking Medicine? Movie. Medicine. No. He could need medicine. He could. And now we can't afford it because we saw done. this and no instead. One, and we have no sponsors. No sponsors. So <laughs> we're taking food out of our baby's mouth to see this movie. And uh, thanks Disney. With all of that, I it's a it's a for worse. If I had seen it for free on Disney Plus, it's a for better. The best way I can explain this is, it is a very good Disney Plus movie that you spent fifty dollars on. So it's bad. So for worse, literally because it's going to ruin our marriage because our baby is now going to starve. Right. Thanks a lot, Disney. Disney's fault. Um, I'm gonna say my non spoiler. I'm gonna say for better. Question mark. It was entertaining. Like I was never not entertained, but it was yeah, yeah. right. But it was predictable, and it was my issue is my love for Marvel does not come from Ant Man, and so Gino and I have differing opinions on all of the Ant Man movies. I find them, forgive me, forgettable, uh, which we'll go into when we do our non spoiler review. So. If you have those feelings that I do where you're like, I love Paul Rudd, I don't care about Ant-Man, like I feel that it's very difficult for him to, for Ant-Man to carry a movie, um, then you're going to feel like me. It was, it was like fine, again, fine. All right. Fine. For better? For better. I want to remind you, I put it on the joint credit card. Does that change your... Uh, so it was $25 $25 each. So does that change your... Does that change your opinion? No, it's just like I was, it was entertaining. Like I didn't hate it and I, I enjoyed, I like going to the movies, but it was, it was like everyone, I, we loved Thor. I laughed so We're hard We're the only people Thor. on the planet Earth that loved Thor 4. Loved Thor 4, laughed so hard, like minute for minute, laugh for laugh, great movie in my opinion, our opinion. And I don't think I laughed out loud once. I think I laughed more at this. 
Then Thor four. Then, well, then you did. Then Sorry. I did. yes, yes. Then I did. I didn't. I don't think I laughed out loud. And I'm a pretty easy person to make laugh. Yeah. I mean, I left a freaking last, last of Us episode six yesterday. Yes, you did. Because he was like, "Oh, uh, so did I though." How about we talk this over? How about you shut the f up? <laughs> perfect, perfect line. See, the best line for me was all the way in the beginning where. Uh, uh, Ellie curses in front of the Native Americans and he's like, well, yeah, what does he say? By the way, this is a trick episode. We're really not reviewing Last of Us. <laughs> we're still uh, doing, we're still Last, doing of Last of Us. All right, maybe next week we'll do more Last of Us. All right, um, you ready for spoilers? Yeah, so spoiler review. Um, we're going, there are no notes. We're, we, I dislike this movie so much we're not even writing notes. We're winging it. Um, yeah, so I mean, the first thing I got to say about this so the first Ant-Man movie is like obviously a lot of CGI, but like they're in real places for the most part. It's like a heist movie. They're stealing the yellow jacket suit from the thing. And there's this whole dynamic with Hank Pym training uh, Scott Lang and blah, 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 blah. The second one is like, the second one, there's no, the a ghost. The second one is Photon. There's a ghost. Well, she's not a ghost, but she's like, and the yeah, guy from she's the coming Matrix. back, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the second one. But the first one I remember. And See, I really I remember, like the first one. I remember one. more of the second one. The first one was like, oh, the reason why the MCU works is that like each movie is different, right? So like some movies are space operas and some movies are techno thrillers. And Ant-Man was a, was a heist movie. So like, what is this? What is I this? I guess for one? all of them, they like steal things because the, in the second one, they're like yeah. stealing the briefcase. Yeah, yeah. Well, because if you have shrinky powers, you might as go well steal, steal things. But like, what is this movie? What is this? This movie is where this is the only character that can explore the quantum realm. Yeah. So this is what he was used for. Okay, but what's the what type of movie is it? Quantum. It's quantum movie. Physics. I think it's really funny that, um, and, and I'm going to be writing notes in real time so we don't forget things. I find it really funny that the thing you said about a movie called Quantumania is that it was predictable because like quantum physics inherently is like not the same as regular physics mm -hmm. and there's like probabilities of this and that. Which and like they, quantum they fields like and, do probability in this. Yeah. Which oh was yeah. Like, there's, we, it, which I don't understand. They're like, oh. This is part of the science. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of Rick and Morty about. Okay, so here's the things I want to talk about, Toby. We're gonna say it now, so don't forget. I want to talk about Bill Murray. Oh, that's right. I want to talk about Kang. Yep. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the characters that were missing. Oh yeah, missing... no Scooby Gang. No. Whatever they're called. No, the security gang. This is really. If you don't we're want to so hear good. this, we're such a good. Podcast. I don't know. Skip. Skip ahead three minutes. Yeah. So like, okay. <laughs> Like, I have to just go back and think, like, was it a good idea to set this movie in the quantum realm in the first place? And I want to say no, because, like, functionally, what is the difference between the quantum realm and just going to, like, an alien planet? Functionally, from a movie perspective. I mean, that's exactly what happened. We just went to an alien. It was very it was Star aliens. Wars. It was a lot of aliens. Yeah. I mean, they have different technology. It was very yeah, just... And it's Space. It's not like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids where like, okay, we're down in like a shrinky small world where everything's small. It was more like, oh, by shrinking really small, we are teleported to this normal, uh, just not normal, but this like weird other place. Mm -hmm. So like it's not following any of the mechanics of like things that are small. 
So why call it the quantum realm in the first place? It's just a different, functionally, it's just a different place. Well, but the way it was described, it was a universe like under our universe. Right. So you might so as well have just gotten in a spaceship. Like, well, you have to be like teleported there very small. Yeah, like which under? is dumb. Like I, I want, if you're going to do something like that, play with the fact that they're really small. Do like. Well, they Ant did. Man, There's like weird tardigrades in it. For a Still, fraction of a second, not I in the actual quant when they're tell when they're getting small. Yeah, like weird alien things, like weird. I guess they're not. They wouldn't be like ultra microorganisms. They're just right. different. And, I mean, tardigrades compared to quantum quantum particles, Toby. Tardigrades are like quadrillions of times bigger than a quantum particle. Uh -huh. If we're talking about like 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 they're like here's an electron. Let's go ride on an electron. Like, give me some quantum stuff. Yeah, it was. It was just another place. Just another place. Yeah, and like Ant Man is able to shrink and. Yeah, and still like he still turns into giant all of man, his powers. But, but like he's not giant if he's in the quantum realm. He's just like slightly bigger man. I don't know. It feels like the quantum realm is just another place where regular yeah. sized people are, but like you have to shrink down really small to like find the highway to get there. Yeah. Know? So like, uh, no. Because that's what happened to Janet, right? Janet went so small. She went to into like, the quantum realm. She went into the but because she, she because she went so small, right? So she went because she was like riding on a missile or something like that. Right. And she had to like do something with the missile. And she had to go in between the atoms. Right. So she shrunk, but then she accidentally got into the quantum realm. And then Scott Lang accidentally got stuck in the quantum realm in the second movie when everyone got snapped. Because he was there. They were just doing experiments. Right. And he, they were supposed to pull him out. Right. But then while they were doing the experiments, the three of them got yeah, snapped. I think it's just a teleportation thing. Right. So then like you're not doing anything interesting with the fact that it's small. I, and I was saying this before in the car. I, well, I don't know why you guys need to I want, from my Ant-Man movies, mm -hmm. I want basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids mm -hmm. with punching to differentiate it from something like Guardians of the Galaxy. You could have called this movie Ant-Man and the Wap, sorry, Ant-Man and the Jwap <laughs> in space, and it would have been the same movie. Absolutely. They were in space. Same movie. Because like the Quantum Realm, like it would be cool if, oh, this whole movie takes place inside their basement because they're so small. Right, but, but... That's not how the quantum realm works. No, definitely the, not. The quantum realm, no matter where you shrink, I guess, you end up in, like, the same place well, and then you in like the quantum realm. you, like, fall through all that other stuff Yeah, to, like, end up on this solid surface. Because then what are the chances that Jan... Like, Janet got shrunk down in a missile in the middle of the ocean. But ended up in the same place. And then Kang is from a different universe and right. ended up in the same place. And they were in their basement and ended up in the same place. It's so like, it doesn't follow the mechanics of like, when you get really small, here's where we are in the quantum realm. We need realm. to know more Here. about, but we need to know like, is the quantum realm specifically a, a very small place? Like localized to where you are? Correct, correct. Or is it just, again, you just teleport somewhere else. And I if you just teleport somewhere else, I don't think it's interesting anymore. Right. Like imagine they go into the quantum realm and the only way to get out of it, it's like the thing to get out of it, it's on the table over there. But because they're quantum sized, they can't get it. It's like trillions of miles away. That's and they have to figure out a way, oh my God, how do we get to the freaking table? But then you like, but that's the only obstacle. Right. And like I guess tiny micron well, like, things. Think of the first Ant-Man movie where I mean, how fun was it in the first Ant-Man movie where they're beating each other up with the 
uh, Thomas the Tank Engine trains. I don't remember. You don't remember that part? I don't remember. Okay. Well, don't you remember? Uh, I think uh, Cassie says in this one, like, I was attacked by a, by a man bee. with, like, train toys. So I'm just going to be so clear. I remember literally nothing from the first Ant-Man movie. It's, it's a good movie. I and I, I don't, and today I'm going to watch it while I clean. But I'm just going to be so clear, right? I have zero. So, like, in this movie, are we, is it okay if I talk about this? Yes. We have Modoc. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So, oh, we got to talk about Modoc. We got to talk about Modoc. So, a, a character comes back from the first Ant Man movie, Darren. And now, Darren is one of my favorite actors. I love watching him be in things, and I can't find him and his name. I'll get it. But, like, he was in. Um, what was that? House of Cards. He was in this movie, this TV He's the show main on villain FX from the first Ant Man. But I'm gonna t- for other people that don't remember it. He was from this FX show, The Strain. Like I, I love this actor. Did not remember he was in Ant Man one, and therefore I don't remember anything about him. Like the fact that he ended up in the quantum realm, like he got shrunk. Yeah. So the reason why his head looks weird is because when he shrunk, his mask was broken. Okay. So I guess his head didn't shrink at the same rate as the rest of his body. Uh-oh, I'm going to sneeze. But in the comics, Modoc is not that at all. Oh. Modoc is like a total... Okay, George Tarleton, a former employee of I, I AIM, blah, 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 who undergoes substantial mutagenic and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, Modoc in this is completely different from the comics. Modoc, um, there's a show with Modoc that's played by... Um, Yes, you know. You're not giving me anything to go. He with. did the he did the thing in Parks and Rec, where he did all the Marvel stuff when he was doing the filibuster. He's oh, a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- it starts with a puh. It Starts with a puh. So he plays <laughs> Modoc in the Modoc show. Apparently, the Modoc show is pretty good. So people, I don't know enough about Modoc to be mad about Modoc, but I know for a fact, people on the internet, Marvel comic fans, are going to be mad about Modoc. Uh, what do you think of Modoc's butt, though? You see a big, a great shot. Of Modoc's butt. I mean, I thought it was funny, like that he's like a tiny, like a tiny person, like his his little body and then a giant head. Uh, I want to, if anyone's listening to this who worked on, there's so Marvel hires like forty five different VFX studios for each movie, and I'm assuming each one of them gets like two minutes of the movie to work on. If you were the VFX studio that had to model and render Modoc's butt, why'd you make it so shiny? Why was his butt so shiny? It glistened. Maybe. It was a glistening butt. So the actor is Carrie Stoll. Okay. Maybe he just has like a glistening butt and they're like, we just want it to be realistic. So you're saying the actor has a perpetually shiny butt. Yeah. And they just took that and and just And they went with it and they said, we would like this to be a little accurate. Yeah. So Modox was dumb. Like I get, it's cool they like brought him back. Might as well. It's not Modoc. Modoc is like a different is like a different guy with like he's crazy and he Quantum I think Realm he was has in no one of the rules. Spider-Man games when I was a kid. And Listen, that's fine. Quantum Quantum Realm has no rules. I guess, but people are gonna be mad. Modoc should have been like a big, a big thing. Is he a Fantastic Four villain? I don't know. I don't know. They didn't even have him on IMDb. Like he's not even a Patton character. Oswald, by the way. Patton uh, I said Puck. Well, I think it's supposed to be a secret. I think. Maybe oh, not. that he like shows up again? Yeah, so Modoc was dumb, um, but he ends up saving the day. Oh, we try to save the day because uh, Casey tells him uh, not to be a... Cassie. Can we say dick on the... I'm going to say it. He's not to be it. a dick. 
Yeah, like, don't be a dick. And he's like, but I am a dick. See, this was the comedy that I was like, this is so annoying. Yeah. Because it's not funny. Like, yeah. it's such, it's so basic that I was like, give me my, like, fast humor, my witty humor. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big Again. fangirl for what's-his-face, for Taika Waititi. I might be. Or a lot of other Marvel movies. Or, well, also, like, the first Ant-Man was originally created and written and supposed to be directed by... Uh, Edgar Wright. He was the one. So if you don't know the story about the first Ant-Man movie, I'm going to butcher it for you right now. Gio so loves this story. The first Ant-Man movie was in development by Edgar Wright, the guy who did Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Baby Driver, which I still haven't seen Baby Driver. So Edgar Wright makes like great movies. And he was involved in Ant-Man before the MCU even existed, I think. Like before like Iron Man 1 came out. Um, and he was developing this movie, writing this movie, whatever, and then the MCU became this, this big thing, and the Avengers happened, so Kevin Feige wanted it, or Marvel wanted it to be, like, very heavily focused on the MCU, and I think there's that whole scene with, like, Falcon, where he fights the Falcon. In Ant-Man? In Ant-Man. Yes. And yes, Edgar Wright didn't want to do that. Edgar Wright wanted to make, like, a standalone, like, heist movie, whatever. So the first movie, a lot of the stuff with, like, the fight scenes and the Thomas the Tank Engine stuff, that was all left over from like when Edgar Wright was in charge still. So a lot of that first movie I think is very good because Edgar Wright was still, you know. You don't know, but you don't know he who got the credited, other, I think, for Wright. But you don't know who the other people are that did it? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't remember his name. Let me look it up. The director? We're not good at this podcast. So like, I bet you Edgar Wright is probably sitting there being like, I told you. It's, this doesn't work. Oh, yeah. So he's credited as screenplay and story. And then Adam McKay did the screenplay. Who wrote the, who directed the first? Is it the same director for all three movies? Mmm, director. You know who really came out on top Peyton with this? Peyton Reed, Peyton Reed. I think Peyton Reed did this one too. Okay. Yeah. So you know who came out really on top with all these movies, Toby? Tell us. People who make green paint. If you make green paint, you you made millions off this movie because the green screen, it's all green screen. I mean, it has to be. I, it doesn't no, it have doesn't to have to be because you don't have to make a movie in the quantum realm. Or if you make it in the quantum realm, like, I don't know, there can be real sets. Right. Like, if, it, if it's going to effectively be an alien planet anyway. But Marvel doesn't have the amount of time for that. They make so many movies. Yeah. They don't have the time to do real sets like that. I mean, and for, for what it's worth, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. I I I guess for this. You care. Yeah, I guess the bar set was kind of real and the backgrounds were just CG. I'm hitting my mic. Yeah. Can I CG that out of the podcast? No. I guess the, the I mean, like, the bar scene was probably some of the scenes inside the, I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of the bar scene, can we move on to the next thing? Do you have anything else you want to add about the overall? No. Just your thoughts and feelings? I have so many. They're... Why was Bill Murray in this? Like, I like Bill Murray and he's good in this. And it was really nice seeing him because you thought something hilarious was going to happen. And it wasn't that funny. No. He was just like an old, he's basically just this version of the collector. Um, remember the collector from I remember the Guardians collector, of Benicio del Toro. He's just, beneath, like that character's dead, so we just got this character. Well, then we got this guy, and right, so he used to be a rebel fighter, I guess, and then like turned, um, got like paid, or like Kang was um, very persuasive in whatever ways he was. But like, I enjoyed the dynamic of like Bill Murray like hooking up with Janet with Hank Pym right there. Right. But like, I feel like if you disappeared for 30 years into a different dimension, 
Well, that was also funny. You could do some adultery. It's well, whatever. then Hank Pym was like, I went out on a date with the girl Linda for a few times. And she's like, what was wrong with her? And it's like, he wasn't, wasn't you. Wasn't you, baby. I, nice, it's a nice marriage. It's a nice marriage. Our camera turned off. Oh, no. Why did our camera turn off? Dun, dun, dun. Black screen. <laughs> Keep talking, Tobes. Okay. Uh, right. So we were really unclear about why Bill Murray chose this character to be in the MCU because he then gets eaten right away. Right. So like he's this is it. This is all the Bill Murray we're getting. So it just it didn't make sense. It was also just like I, the the whole fact that Janet wouldn't talk about the quantum realm Right, what should have been, I think, bigger. I think, I think this big secret needed to be bigger. I mean, they they kind of, they kinda. I mean, like the but fact like, that she saw visions of him destroying everything in the universe. I'm cool with that. Right, but I feel like you, if you don't want people to like mess around with this dangerous place, maybe, maybe tell them like it's a dangerous place instead of just don't talk about it at all. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is your fault for leaving that opening of curiosity to your children. Right. Just tell people, hey, there is a crazy multi-dimensional This like, person warlord was literally exiled. And has destroyed a- universes. Right. Leave them there. Leave them there. So, like, don't go there. But no. But no. Instead, she's like, I just, I want to be in the moment. Although, I guess, if we're going by the logic of Loki, in the original continuity... She would not have met Kang because of the, the the one above all. What's his name? No. Who's the Kang that's in Loki? Time. Time he who Kang. remains. He who remains would have gotten rid of all those different timelines. So there wouldn't be other Kangs. Yeah, but. So this takes place after. in the after of Loki. I feel like all of this takes place in the after of Loki. Like if we if right. we can see all these variants, right. this yeah, exactly. is after. The whole phase four and phase... Oh, yeah, this first phase five, phase five movie. I guess for those hoping that phase five is going to be better than phase four, whoops. Um, so, yeah, what did you think of this Kang versus the one above... No, I keep saying the one above. Uh, he Who Remains. He Who Remains. Um, this Kang was less dynamic yep. uh, than He Who Remains, they tried to give him a range where he was nice and then Janet, you know, sees all of the things that he's been through and realizes and he's like, well, cover's blown. Right. And we don't know. If the, is this the main? Can- they call him the exiled one. So is this like the main bad guy? This Kang, seems like, like the baddiest one that all like the all the Kangs. other Kangs couldn't control and was just taking over right. everything. So which well, is why the what? baddest one's got to be he remains because he really he really won the war. Yeah, but he won the war to keep things... To get rid of all the other Kangs. Yeah. Right. Oh, to just be the only one. Right, he was the only... Right, so he who remains was the only Kang. Yeah. And he, that's why he made sure there's no other timelines. So there's no other Kangs. Um, but perhaps because he knew how dangerous they were? Yeah, no, good, yeah, that's... Yeah, he, he explains all that. He was right. a good Kang. So what I'm saying is the motivation for he who remains, trying to get rid of all the other Kangs, he went about it by making sure there was no other variant timelines. This version of he who of Kang has the same goal as that version of Kang, but but just wants to like blow up every universe. Right, but wants to be King Kang, uh, Kang the Conqueror, which is a forced line. He's like conquerors do that. It's like, why would you call yourself a conqueror? I win. To, yeah. So yeah, I I agree that I don't think this. I I was so into Jonathan Majors in Loki. I thought that was an amazing villain. I guess he's not really even really a villain. 
Uh, he played it super well. Like, they didn't set it up at all, so it was like a really big surprise. I thought it was awesome. Compared to that, this version of Kang was just kind of like boring bad guy, right? Like no real whatever. But I think the nice thing about Kang, I keep hitting my microphone. Why do I keep doing that? The nice thing about this about Kang is, tell me, if you don't like one version of Kang, if the audience doesn't respond to one version, just change it up, right? Jonathan Major's a good actor. Just do a different thing. Now we have Pharaoh Kang. Yeah, there's oh, there's uh, Immortus. I think was his name. And then, uh, no, the Pharaoh one is um, Ramatut. Ramatut? Yes. Ramatut Kang. He's in charge. He comes up a lot in X-Men because he was the Pharaoh when Apocalypse was born, the first mutant. So he comes up during that. Have fun. Then there's Victor Timely Kang that shows up in the post credit scene. Which we'll get to. We can't talk about that yet because it's just so There's a blue Kang. There's also all the just like the audience Kang. There's like a fangirl Kang. Yeah. So I mean we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of that, which which is weird because we're getting a lot of movies in between. Yeah, but he's going to show up, I think, in other things. Let me, you know what? Keep talking because I'm yeah. going to look up the timeline um, of the next movies. Well, I think they're going to change. Bob Iger's coming in there and like changing things up. Changing things up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that's going to be the fun part about Kang is like, all right, well, this Kang in Quantumania was boring, but they kind of killed him. So we can just say he's gone forever and then a different Kang comes up with a slightly different personality. Um, you know, Jonathan Major's going to be in this for the long haul because he's going to be the villain for, he was the villain for this. He was the villain in Loki season one. He's going to be the main villain in Loki season two. So I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see a lot of Kangs in Loki season two, uh, which was the best part of this movie, by the way, the post credit scene where uh, Loki you want to shows talk about up. it now or uh, one second. And then um, he's obviously going to be the villain in Kang dynasty. He might be the villain in secret wars, but that'll probably be Dr. Doom because the secret wars in the, in the newest secret wars, Dr. Doom is the villain who's playing Dr. Doom, by the way, can we get a Dr. Doom? Um, so there's probably going to be a lot of Kangs. So like this so far is the boringest one. And I hope that this isn't the one. Which is that's also the main one. Why like, you know what? You you could you should see it cuz like you need to know who Kang is. Yeah. But don't pay 50 bucks for it. No, this is straight up Disney Plus. Yeah, learn yeah. from or us. Or a matinee, eight bucks matinee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. this is a, f- it's it's also like a very family friendly movie that you can see with your kid. There's not too many bad things that happen in this movie. Well, that guy gets all the holes. We see his holes. I gotta tell you guys, the humor was so immature. And you have to drink his juice so you can learn the language. I literally can't. Which is probably a thing that people say in Hollywood for real Hollywood. Drink the juice. Drink this juice. Ugh. If you oh want to get the part. Oh my God. Ugh, no. It was so, it was just so, I will say one part that I like seeing, uh, I didn't watch all of, uh, what was that show with Kristen Bell where she goes to The Good Place? Uh, one of the the guy, the telepath, uh, he was in The Good Place. Oh yeah, I remember him. He yeah. has glasses. He's cheaty. Yeah. It was, so it was really nice seeing him and also that he didn't die. That was nice. But we're, who's, we're going back to the quantum realm after this? I don't want to go back. There's no way we're going to go back to the quantum. Oh, are we? No, we, we're copying from the quantum realm. Right, so like we're not going to see him again. No. Um, I also wonder if he's going to be in Fantastic Four because he's supposed to be a descendant of Reed Richards. Obviously, Fantastic Four has to set up Doctor Doom. Like, you got to. 
But like he's supposed to be a descendant of Reed Richards, and that's why he's so smart. So maybe Kang. Yeah, Kang is supposed to be like a rich. I think his last name is Richards. Oh, should I look up his real name? First name is Kang. No, Kang is like a fake name he comes up with. Oh. You right. talk. You look that up. I'm going to tell you guys the next, the, the release dates for phase five. All right. Um, we just had Amman and Joap. Uh, Spring is going to be, are Na- you kidding me? Nathaniel Richards is his name. Uh, as okay. opposed to Reed Richards? Reed. So he's like a, he's like a thousand years what past. What names December. do you like better? What, what name would you prefer for our son? Reed or Nathaniel? Uh, I guess Nathaniel. I think I'm more of a My Reed. My name is Nathaniel. I think that's a song from the internet. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so here are the release dates. So the next thing coming out, spring 2023, Secret Invasion, which we're very excited about. Uh, May 5th is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. If then, a Kang shows up in that, that'd be crazy. That would be crazy. And I mean, why not? Uh, summer, we've got Echo and Loki on Disney+. Plus. So those are two shows. Uh, July 28th is The Marvels. Echo might be delayed. Okay. Autumn 2023. Autumn? Fall. It's British. Ironheart? Is that Disney Plus again or is that a movie? Ironheart is, um, is, is from Wakanda Forever, the, that girl. That wasn't my question. Is Disney Plus. Okay. Now there's also a Kang that's an Iron Man. So maybe that a Kang will show up in that. Maybe. Actually, Iron Lad is a Kang. It seems that all of the shows are just like estimate, uh, are estimates of when they come out. So then winter, we get Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Yes. Uh, spring 2024, Daredevil. May 3rd, Captain America, New World Order. So that's with uh, our boy Sam, right? Yep. Uh, July 26th, Thunderbolts. And then September 6th, 2024, Blade. Yeah, apparently Bob Iger's coming in and changing a lot of that. So okay. So- especially this, all right. So let's talk about all the, let's just list the Kangs I just looked up. All the Kangs. Rama Tut is a pharaoh, Amortis, Iron Lad, Victor Timely, who we saw, Scarlet Centurion, I have no idea what that is, Mr. Griffin, and Kang Kong, a version I of hope- Kang uh, from a, ver- a dimension occupied by super intelligent apes. That is what I want. Hang on. I, I want hope- Kang Kong. I want Mr. Griffin just to be a regular guy with glasses. Uh, Mr. Griffin is a CEO, Asian American businessman, the CEO of Kang Enterprises. Okay, so not a regular person. It sounds like it sounds like and another a bunch of like Iron Man. King Kangs from like ancient times, whatever. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff they can do with this, but I hope that this Kang isn't the main Kang. This Kang's dead. As far as we know. Dead. Done, done. I guess I guess they did say he was dead, right? They said he killed they killed yeah. the exile. They one. killed him. So I guess he's dead. He dead. Um Jonathan Majors, though. Huge, huge. He looks so big. When he was beating up, I, I don't think he has superpowers out of a suit. So he was just beating up Paul Rudd. What, well, he's taking his uh, training from that boxing movie he's supposed to be in. Yeah, Creed. Creed. He's like, look how big yeah. I am. He's big. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, can we talk about the largest flaw? Or anything else you want to add about Kang? I guess we can talk about um, the Victor Timely scene, the post-credit scene. Can we? Where? Uh, Wait, let me start. Okay. I sat through this whole movie, had no idea what the post-credit scenes would be. The Kang one was fine. The final, final one was the only reason that sitting through this movie in the movie theater was yep. good enough. Yep. Was because 
We have Loki, we have Owen Wilson, yep, and we have them in like what the 1920s yep. at like a magic show. Yep, and Victor Timely, who's another Kang from the 20s, is there. So that just hyped me up for Loki season two. Is Loki Loki season two is this year, right? Summer. Perfect. So like, yeah, I guess like Ant Man Quantumania is also like a sequel to Loki season one. Right, like, yeah, because if Kang is, if we're following, it, it seems like we're really following Kang here. Like, you want to know what yeah. the Ant Man movie is for? It's to follow Kang. It's not for Ant Man, right? Exactly. And only two things so far have had Kangs in it: is Loki season one mm -hmm. and this. There has not been any other Kangy things. No. Yeah. So Kang. Wait, we got this. That's it. But it was just, like, I smiled. Like, I felt good. The movie, after watching the movie, I didn't feel good. Toby was like, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? He didn't say wow. He better say wow in season two. I am just, I was just so happy because, so one of the things that I was upset about with this movie was that it was just very pleasant. Like, there wasn't anything that was really high stakes. It didn't seem like anybody's life, like, it seemed like their lives should have been in danger. And then they just weren't. So every time in a regular show, like, oh, no, everything's working out. Something terrible is going to happen. It doesn't. Everybody's and the one time it was going to happen, all the ants showed up out of nowhere. These, Which was a funny little thing that, like, the ants. Right, but, like, and then we called it a deus ex deus ant. Deus ex ant. Uh, the ants, like, get into a time warp where they, like, advance thousands of years with their Stop technology. It. So the point, to the point where they can basically destroy Kang. And then they destroy Kang. They destroy Kang. They all come, and then you have the best character, Michael Douglas, going, sorry, I was a little late. There's a ants. lot of ants. Yeah, he was, like, talking with the ants the whole time with his earpiece. He's, he was honestly the best part, and he had a total of 20 lines. 20 lines, yeah. Because, the, honestly, Michael Douglas just plays, like... Michael just, Douglas. He plays Michael Douglas really yeah. well. Like, even right in the beginning... Even when they're at dinner and he was talking, like when they have that family dinner and he's like, he talks about how Cassie went to jail before or like at the end when um, he like quotes the the book that Scott Lang wrote. Oh, yeah, that wrote, was nice. And he goes, like you read it? And he goes, every damn lie. Yeah, it was like, just like. Give me more Michael Douglas. I yeah. like less of Watch the first else. one. He's a very big part of the first one. Okay, I haven't watched the first one. All right, let's talk about the worst part of this movie. All of Scott Lang's prison friends were not in it. The Russian guy. Where's my Baba Yaga? Uh, and um, who plays? Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Michael Pena is like one of the best parts of the other Ant-Man movies. How is he not in this? I honestly thought they were just like saving him and that Scott Lang would come back and tell him the whole story and Michael Pena would be like telling somebody else's story. How much better would this movie have been if, if Michael, Michael Pe Pena also got trapped in the quantum So realm? much better. And like having it, having like super serious, grumpy Kang, boring Kang, having to d go spar vocally with freaking Michael Pena. But Hilarious. Because there wasn't How? anybody to verbally spar. Like, there wasn't any good, funny dialogue. Right. Scott Lang is funny, but not like funny, funny. He's sarcastic. He's Paul Rudd. Paul, right. He, he like but, nice casting. Like nice sarcastic. Right. The worst kind of sarcastic. It's not like it's not like joke for joke kind of thing with no. Paul Rudd. And, and with Ant-Man. It's not Paul Rudd's fault. Um but it just, it was missing, it was yeah. missing that flavor. Yeah. 
I, I, they, we, we needed the Scooby gang, the security prison gang. We needed them. Just bring them in. With the van. Bring the van. No van. You had too many other characters that you tried to, right? Because we had Chidi, uh, telepathic guy. You had the, the goo with the holes. The girl with the spear. The girl the goo. with the spear. Yeah. And the girl with the spear and Cassie didn't have that fun dynamic maybe it's the writing maybe we also just i'm too i like what's his face is writing too much with an ensemble cast and this they just couldn't do it who um you know who i'm talking about i don't he is a brother james uh, yeah james gunn oh yes james gunn oh yes yeah I this just, is not gonna be guard no this is not guard i know too. i've been spoiled with good ensemble yeah. Dialogue, and then you come to an ensemble cast, and it's like, and it's just regular, right? Like flops. Yeah, Casey's whatever. She's probably gonna be a Cassie. Cassie, whatever. She was whatever. I like the actress. She's from Supernatural, but she's. I know. Uh, Any Supernatural fans out uh, there? She was in Pikachu, the Detective Pikachu. Oh, that's right. So she's got. I like that she has become something from Supernatural. Yeah, like throwing. De- speaking of which, throwing Deadpool. Throw in, if you're gonna be in the quantum realm anyway, just throw in Deadpool. Throw him in there. Just give us something to chew on. Like Stop there wasn't them. anything. Is Deadpool supposed to come out before the next Avengers? No, Is he it's supposed be to be in, in Phase. Oh, Phase Six. I think I read. I thought it was 2025. Phase Six. Oh, so Deadpool will be in like Secret Wars. That's Phase Five right now. No. Oh. The Secret Wars is the next thing coming out. I thought Kang Dynasty was the next Avengers coming out. There is no, I, there was no Avengers on my list. Oh, okay, whatever. That's all I wanted to talk about. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, we didn't make notes. That's it. We got everything. I guess so. Kang, read the thing. Oh, sorry. I'm just gonna sigh for the rest of Bye, it. Bye, everybody. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to for better or worse. If you want to know more. Because you like what you heard, <laughs> visit our website, www.buzzsprout. Nope. www for better. Nope. No, you're right. Buzzsprout. For better or worse, buzzsprout.com. And subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you listen to so you never miss an episode. Like and subscribe to our show on YouTube so you can see what we look like and watch our cat. To let us know what you think, comment and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. Um... Come find us to you should we should be the people that let you know if you should see a movie or yeah, not. Yeah, we're the we're or no watch other reviews a show. are as good as ours. None. Not one. No. Uh so we will see you next time when we review more movies and TV. Bye-bye. Bye.